Greetings, friends, and welcome to this week's Audio Musing. My name is Darian Duckworth, and I am so glad that you are here today. For nearly a decade now, I have found great joy in writing mostly weekly blog posts on all the good things God is revealing in our world today. This weekly podcast is simply a reading of that post, an audio version of the written musing. I currently serve as a United Methodist pastor in Mississippi and hold a doctorate in end-of-life care. My ministerial passion is companioning individuals and congregations in grief, death, and dying. The views expressed are mine alone and not those of my employer or my denomination. My hope is that this somewhat weekly reflection will give you permission to pause and reflect on God's goodness for a few moments, to hear His voice, and perhaps see Him at work in a new way. Let's jump right in to this week's post. Insight from Isaac, The Dinner Hour Any of us with pets know that they have an innate sense of time. They can anticipate when the hour of a daily walk nears or when their pet parent usually walks in from work. Most of them also know when the human will set the dinner bowl in front of them so that they can gobble up the goodness inside of it. While Isaac does know when the time is nearing that he will eat, gobbling dinner has never been his approach, even when he was a young pup. I had always heard that Labrador retrievers were not picky eaters, But there is an exception to every rule. That exception is my dog. Isaac has never eaten alone and will not eat alone. All humans in the house have to sit nearby and watch him enjoy his meal. He pauses between bites to stare at you. Sometimes he'll take a break and walk in a circle. And the very worst thing you can ever tell him to do is to hurry up. For Isaac, eating is slow work. There are health benefits to all of us eating more slowly. When we savor the food instead of slurping it, our minds benefit and we tend not to overeat. Eating with others usually slows us down too so that we may enjoy the company of one another as much as the meal itself. None of these thoughts are original. You've read them in other places and heard it before, but they are certainly worth hearing again. Mealtime is sacred for all of God's creation. For in the sharing of food, whether it is with humans, critters, or alone with the Holy Spirit, we are savoring the goodness of life and thus the goodness of God. It's no wonder that the Bible is full of food imagery. A land flowing with milk and honey, loaves of bread, freshly cooked fish multiplied, manna and meat daily provided. We could talk for days about all of the laws around food in Scripture, food's role in the downfall of Eden's garden, and how meal rules even tried to divide the early church. But at the end of the day, food is something to which all of us can relate. So of course the Lord uses it over and over in the stories of Scripture to speak to us. And hunger is something that unites all of us, human and animal alike. We have a need to be fed. There is delight in the receiving of food and grief in its lack for those who are in famine. And there is joy when meeting hunger's needs are shared. For all that we need for nourishment and sustenance comes from God. Psalm chapter 63 verse 5 reads, I'm fully satisfied as with a rich dinner. My mouth speaks praise with joy on my lips. Eating slowly may be a luxury for some of us and impossible for others on tight schedules. But there is still a way to slow down and to savor it by inviting Jesus to the table. Jesus was always on a mission with urgency, knowing his time on earth was limited. But we never saw him hurrying up, especially at meals. Perhaps we should look to the animals to teach us again why it matters to enjoy God's provision. In the enjoyment, we are grateful. 
and in the gratitude we are transformed. And you can't help but delight in creation that savors each bite. Thank you so much for listening to God with me today. To read today's and other musings, learn about Christian yoga, find resources on grief and hope, and much more, visit my website, darianduckworth.com. A link is in the show notes, along with a song selection to accompany the musing. And this week's song is entitled Time, and it is by a wonderful artist from North Carolina named John Lucas. He is uh, truly a poet with the lyrics uh, in his songs, and I just love so much of his work, and I hope that you enjoy it as well. And speaking of music, a special thanks to Julius H. at Pixabay for the lovely music we are able to use on the podcast. You can listen to Julius's original compositions at the link in the show notes. I look forward to visiting with you again next week. And until then, all good things to each of you.